What you read? Buck up. Where's that? Buck up. Now do it. Buck up. Buck up. Buck up. Welcome. We are Moose, making our own stories. A podcast where a group of kids in Cleveland explore and think about the future of their neighborhood. My name is D'Angelo. I am a community, mm, I'll say a community advocate. But we also have several members from Moose. We're going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves right now. Hi, I'm Ashanti. Hi, I'm Zoe. Hello, I'm Jonathan Theophilus Street of the First. <laughs> and that's just a few of the many children that we have involved in the Moose, which is making our own space. But right now we are here to interview Wayne Mortensen from Cleveland Neighborhood Progress. Wayne Mortensen is the Director of Design and Development. And did I get that right, Wayne? Yes, you did. Now, I gave a little, uh, just a little bit of about you, but we really want to know who you are in your words. Uh, well, I am an architect, I'm an urban designer, and I'm a social worker. Uh, and I work for Cleveland Neighborhood Progress, which is a not-for-profit community development finance intermediary. What basically that means is that we get funded to help all of the neighborhoods in the city of Cleveland advance their own neighborhoods. Okay, one, I want to know what's your full name and how old you are. <laughs> my full, do you want my social security number too? Uh, my name is Wayne Allen Mortensen. Uh, and I am 35 years old at last check. Great. Zoe, I know you got some questions for him. What does your position mean to you? My position means to me. Uh, that's a really tough question uh, because for me it's a dream job. It's the only place where all three of those uh, things that I've studied and worked on over my life intersect. Uh, and so it's one of the few places I've found in the country where I could do that kind of work and have this kind of impact for a neighborhood that, that means so much to me. Can you explain what neighborhood progress is? Sure. Uh, that's, a, that's a good question because a lot of people uh, throughout Cleveland don't even know uh, what Cleveland Neighborhood Progress does. Uh, but uh, we get funding uh, from uh, the big uh, philanthropies of the city, the Cleveland Gund and Mandel Foundations, um, who have a lot of funding that's been donated to them over time by a lot of uh, people that are passionate about Cleveland. And they give us funding that we then distribute to the community development network. Basically, there's 28 different neighborhoods in Cleveland uh, that each have their own CDC, uh, and we work with those CDCs to help advance a citywide revitalization agenda, and we also then are able to provide them some funding for operating support and grant money to op uh, implement great programs similar to what Moose is doing here in Buckeye. Can you explain what a CDC is? Yes, uh, a CDC uh, is really confused often with uh, the Centers for Disease Control uh, in Atlanta, and we are not that. Uh, but uh, in Cleveland, and especially larger cities, it means uh, Community Development Corporation. Uh, basically, they're organizations that work on behalf of neighborhoods to help them meet their housing and planning needs. Uh, it, typically, in what we call strong market cities like San Francisco and New York and Los Angeles, CDCs will make sure that there's enough affordable housing for people that need it. Uh, but in Cleveland, CDCs uh, sometimes work on the other end. They bring in market rate housing and uh, uh, they diversify the housing stock for neighborhoods so that they can attract new residents from other cities and outside of Cleveland. How long have you been in your position? 
So I came to Cleveland in 2010 as a fellow, uh, as part of the Rose Enterprise Architectural Fellow. Uh, and then after that fellowship was over, I was hired full-time by the same organization. Uh, and so now I'm in my sixth year of being in Cleveland. And I've lived on both the west side and the east side, which a lot of Clevelanders can't say. Uh, so I feel like I'm really mixing it up personally. What's your favorite thing about this job? Oh, my favorite thing about this job is helping neighbors come together to create a consensus vision for their neighborhoods uh, and then helping them implement that vision. Uh, in my previous jobs, working as an architect and planner, uh, I got to work with people on the front end, but never got to help people implement and build and uh, realize projects. Uh, and so in this job, I not only get to help design and plan, but I also get to help construct and realize. Why did you decide to go into architecture? So I think initially I got into architecture uh, to meet girls, uh, but that didn't work out very well. Um, when I first got into architecture, it was to do big, fancy buildings uh, and skyscrapers and bridges. And uh, but uh, and I, it really quickly um, transitioned into uh, building communities and neighborhoods and helping people instead of uh, building these really fancy buildings. Uh, because architects have done a, a really bad job for a very long time in this country of building places where uh, people can come together and work together and build the kinds of consensus that you're talking about earlier. Do you have a special goal you want to do with your job, like maybe help with 100,000 people or something like that? So uh, the uh, vision statement of our organization is uh, uh, creating neighborhoods of choice and opportunity throughout Cleveland. Uh, so that means somebody that does really well uh, should be able to stay in the neighborhoods that they like to be in, uh, as well as somebody that's struggling should be able to find the choices and opportunities that they need to help them advance. Uh, and so our, our vision is to make sure that every neighborhood in the city of Cleveland uh, has those opportunities for people of all income levels, all races, all ethnicities, uh, and all educational background. This is Zoe again. Was it always your plan to go into this field? Not at all. Uh, I actually kind of stumbled into this field uh, by accident, uh, and it was because uh, I was a little uh, tired of being a professional planner and then creating all of these great relationships and then just having to go on to the next job. Uh, and so I followed a fellowship called the Enterprise Rose Architectural Fellowship uh, to Cleveland, uh, where I was placed with uh, the organization Cleveland Neighborhood Progress. Uh, and uh, it allowed me to enter this world that uh, otherwise is really difficult to break into if you're a designer or a planner. I'm Ashanti, and I want to know one of my questions was, were, what is your, fa your favorite thing about the neighborhood? Uh, about Buckeye specifically? Yes. So, so we get to work in all of the neighborhoods in Cleveland except for downtown. Everybody thinks there's way too much attention downtown. So we work on the other neighborhoods. Uh, and Buckeye, uh, what I like most about Buckeye is probably the building we're standing in right now. Uh, because not just because of the building itself, but it was, it was the product of a lot of work and a lot of collaboration. Uh, and probably the coolest part of this whole project was after four years of work and design and construction, seeing uh, the students of the Intergenerational School come through the doors on the first day was one of those moments that you just don't get to have 
uh, all the time and probably a, only a handful of times in your life that something is, is happens like that, that that's, that, that is that meaningful. Uh, and so that's probably my favorite part of Buckeye. Uh, the, the people, um, bridging, uh, with the opportunities that we have available to us. What is your least favorite thing about this neighborhood? You guys are putting me on the spot. <sighs> My least favorite thing about Buckeye. Um, probably uh, the fact that everybody thinks Buckeye is a place where they don't want to be uh, or a place that the only people that live there are people that don't have another choice. Um, I want people to choose to be in Buckeye. I want people to view this neighborhood as an awesome opportunity for them and their families because it's so close to all these other great things. Uh, we're going to have a new RTA station across the street. We're going to have a, an intergenerational playground out front of this building. We're going to have a garden. We're going to have 80 new homes next fall that are built across the street. Um, and we're four minutes from the heart of University Circle, the museum, the symphony, uh, the muse uh, natural uh, history museum, um, and everything that's great that's happening there. And with the blue and green lines, we're uh, convenient to anything in Cleveland. So I think this is a neighborhood that has a lot of potential, and I want people to see it as a step up and not a step down. Uh, yeah, I mean, Wayne, it's, it's very you know funny to hear you say that. I mean, most people, they do not just consider Buckeye this neighborhood where they say Shaker Square and Wood Wood uh, Wood Hill or you know th anything 116th. This neighborhood, as big as it is, do not have one des designation. And like you said, a lot of times when people say Buckeye, they do not feel the connection, the love, or the want to be here. And you know, you you have a lot of homeowners who would disagree. You know, saying, but for the most part, you know, the the, the homeowners really do not like uh, what's going on with Buckeye. And the first time I met you, Wayne, we had the pleasure of cleaning out the Moreland Theater together. And uh, that, you know, uh, I want to get your opinion on our next step with that. And do you think that that would help remove that stigma or that attitude that you was just speaking about? I really agree with him. I really like the neighborhood too. Like when we went on the walk with the other guy who taught us how to use the camera recorder and stuff, it was really nice. Like we asked people about the neighborhood. Some people said they didn't like it. And a lot of people actually really liked the neighborhood. They said it was really nice. And they were just like it for to be less crime. I definitely agree with them. I think it's a beautiful, amazing, environment it's just like the crime and like just the trash if like if the trash was picked up and there's a little less crime it'd be an amazing neighborhood and it's just something it's going to take time to work for it but i want it to be an amazing neighborhood so like as you said people look up to it not down it so people look up to it like beachwood not down on it so that's a really good point um and um it, it is a, a situation in communities like buckeye uh, that have been uh, through the ringer economically, uh, that people start to abandon that that identity, right? Mm -hmm. Buckeye is called Buckeye uh, because uh, of the Hungarians that settled here yes. in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Uh, those Hungarians came in and they named the neighborhood Buckeye after the after the nut, the official. Uh, is it it's not the, the official flower of the state of Ohio? Is it the flower? The Buckeye. The buckeye is a little fruit. Yeah, those little seeds, 
Those are seeds. They're like acorns, but they're buckeye seeds. Yeah, I think they're edible. Like squirrels and stuff will definitely eat them. Like they're acorns. That's probably why they got the name. That's probably why they named the city Buckeye because of all the like trees that have the little buckeyes and those are like everywhere. And it's probably also because the tree sprouts flowers and they probably call it a buckeye flower or something. But but uh, now if you ask now if you ask neighborhoods. Now, if you ask the neighbors uh, where they identify with living, you'll get about six answers. And D'Angelo started that. Um, I live on MLK. I live in the Larchmere neighborhood. I live in Ludlow. I live in Shaker Square. I live in Woodland Hills. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is both a microcosm of the uh, complexity of Cleveland neighborhoods, Mm -hmm. but also a symptom of a neighborhood that people necessarily don't want to identify with. Exactly. And that causes, and and on a smaller level, to help try to bridge some of these gaps, that's what we need to get away from because that makes our children feel that they're not a part of one neighborhood. And it causes... it causes bad situations. You can see with the crime rate in this area alone. Now, with these young children from Moose, you know, um, they very took it to another level with the building of different things out of there. What this outside in Brit Oval? What is the overall goal of Brit Oval at this point? So this fall, we will break ground uh, on a mixed income development that features 78 new homes. Uh, Those homes will be detached single family homes. They'll be attached row homes. uh, And they're going to surround the Oval. Because of the work of Moose and other neighborhood groups that see that Oval as an amenity of the neighborhood, we were very careful to make sure that that Oval wasn't developed. Uh, And by that, I mean there weren't any buildings built on it. Uh, And so that oval will remain a central amenity to that neighborhood uh, for the foreseeable future. And we hope that in the planning process of that oval, uh, that we will be able to incorporate a lot of the ideas and the activities that Moose has pioneered over there uh, to be a permanent element of of what happens. This is Ashanti again. I wanted to know if you were to like go outside or relax or do some work, where would you go? Uh, Just to have fun, you mean? Yes. Oh, man, that's tough. Uh, I'd like to do a lot of things um, in Cleveland, uh, but we'd probably like to hang out at Edgewater Beach. Have you guys ever been to Edgewater? So Edgewater Beach is a beach on the west side of Cleveland, uh, up on the Lake of Erie, uh, up off of Lake Erie. Uh, and what's really fun about it is that uh, my wife, Jill, likes to lay out on, this, on the beach, and I don't like the sun at all, so I go hide in the water. I have a question for you guys. What do you guys think is the most important part of helping neighborhoods come back or of strengthening neighborhoods? Teamwork and people working together and not like arguing and fighting, like people agreeing on one thing. So we call that consensus building, right? Trying to get everybody on the same page. Um, do you do you think that's an easy thing to do? Sometimes it depends on the people or like what you're trying to do. Like if you're doing something harder or like that's going to take more work, more people might not want to do it because of all the work it's going to take. But if it's something simpler, a lot more people might want to do it. That's very good. And do you guys think generally that the decisions about what happens in the neighborhood should happen, uh, should be made by those that live there or from people that are outside that neighborhood? This is Zoe, but I feel 
um, the people inside of the neighborhood should make a lot of the decisions because they're inside their neighborhood and they're um, seeing it every day and they're waking up to it and they're going to bed to it. I definitely think it's the people who live there. Why should people who don't even live there be able to judge the city? I think the people who actually live there should be able to decide how the city should be. So you guys, I think you guys are uh, uh, down with the plan here. We're, we're, like we're, we're trying to work with. It definitely sounds like they're down with the plan. So it's all about working with each of these neighborhoods, with the people that live there, with the businesses that operate there, and with the people that have invested in institutions in those places to help them each create a better and the best version of the neighborhoods that they, that they think they can, they can achieve. So I think uh, as soon as you guys graduate, you should let me know so we can bring you on board. As soon as I graduate, what, high school or college? As soon as you have three master's degrees like I do. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I have one more question for you, Wayne. Do you enjoy working with moose? The animal or the organization? Both. Both. <laughs> uh, I enjoy moose meat very much, uh, but not nearly as much as I enjoy seeing uh, these guys that are really invested uh, in what they're doing and bringing a lot of pride and interest and activity to the neighborhood, uh, that's way better than any kind of moose jerky I've tried before. Today was a very uh, great thing that happened. The uh, moose project, you know, uh, with the making our own space, was built a picnic table. And the picnic table was dedicated to the St. Luke's Manor for the residents that live in the manor so they can come out, you know, wheelchair accessible. And, but the, the, the behind the scenes and the greatest part of it was the fact that you have a mixed multitude of generational gap being filled and being connected at that moment where you have residents in the St. Luke's manor not looking at the youth as a nuisance and the youth is not looking at the residence is being in the way you know that was a great gap builder right there and i think that if we have more wins like that in the community where the youth will actually feel a need to be in the neighborhood and do the right thing in the neighborhood i think they will step up yes it's going to be bad apples but we're talking about the ones that want to step up and do the right thing so buckeye definitely has willing hills ludlow shaker square all of us is one community in one area, and long as our youth and our parents and everybody do the right thing and to bring everybody into the fold, I think we can be, as a community, we can be pushed in the right direction that we need to be. And it's gonna take time, but long as, uh, you know, someone like yourself, Wayne, is, is making, Called, makes a lot of decisions and working with our CDCs and we got a moose project and the youth and, the, and I thank you youth for being a part of it to be able to help bridge this gap and to help make our community what we need it to be you know and I, I definitely applaud everyone here at the table. Um, thank you for your time and explaining to us about your job and neighborhood progress and how you feel about it. Uh, I really appreciate the invite guys you guys were awesome you had great questions uh, and I love uh, that you're working in a Cleveland neighborhood and making it better. Thank you, Wayne. You're the best.
Making Our Own Stories is a project of Kent State University Cleveland Urban Design Collaborative and is made possible by a generous grant from the Cleveland Foundation Minorities Art and Education Fund. The kids are participating with the permission of their parents. It's produced by David Jerka, Jesse Hawkins, Ellen Sullivan, Justin Glanville, and me, D'Angelo Knuckles. Our online producer and photographer is Beth Conway. Special thanks to the Boys and Girls Club of Cleveland, Cleveland Public Library, and Nelson Beckford of the St. Luke's Foundation. Check our website at wearemoose.org backslash stories and follow the Cleveland Urban Design Collaborative on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And once again, from Moose, thank you. Thank you.